Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good tonight, Chad. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited about this football season and and what we got going, but golly, we've been knocked for a loop, huh? Yeah, there might be a... Something something might be going on to distract from everything. Goodness gracious. Well, at least not, we got fantasy. Well, not only... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, not only do we not have... A spring game hadn't had much, you know. We didn't even know if we were going to play or not. We're about to play, so well, new coach. I don't know. It's going to be a crazy year. You know how it is when you have a pandemic. Oh no, you don't. We hadn't yeah. seen that since <laughs> a century ago. I tell you, well, yeah. I, I think you just got to keep hammering forward, you know, and doing what you can do. So, what do we got with the uh, fantasy and all that kind of good stuff? Oh, yeah, we've been talking about it. Well, uh, I just tweeted out a leak on the Hog Call Podcast Twitter page to join the fan tracks. Uh, we still got eight spots, I guess, so so far. So uh, Awesome. Sign up to it. Draft's probably going to be maybe Saturday or Sunday. You know, last year I did Saturday. I like that change of pace. You know, if you if you do it, great. You know, I like to have you do it Watch it while you're watching football. If not, auto draft is not a big deal. But yeah. I kind of. I a couple. I know. I think most people kind of liked it, you know. No, I agree. I and, think. Uh, I think so, it was a lot of fun the last time, and you know, I I can't wait to see who all jumps in this time. I think we're going to have a a wonderful year again. Uh, and, and the new platform is really cool. I've really enjoyed that. I know, you know, it's not the Yahoo uh, platform we used last time, but this one is a lot more laid out for college fantasy football yeah and they have more they definitely uh, that's all they i mean that's what they their bread and butter is um uh, is being different being the college football even college basketball not so much college basketball but college football i mean just somewhere in depth than um you know yahoo seemed to skip players or not have any uh, injury updates or anything mm-hmm. and the uh, fan tracks is uh, they've been updating players adding players and things all get all kinds of things but you know obviously everybody the big names around the country but and then we're doing the i guess i need to add i guess i'm gonna have to add big 10 i don't know how to handle that 
because the Big, Big Ten is now going to start a couple weeks later. How do, do I have them? I was just doing ACC, Big 12, and SEC, of course, you know, with 12 teams. Well, if they let you, so go ahead and throw them in there. Yeah, I was like, well, we could do it, I guess. I mean, if it's just a couple, maybe a week, one week off, maybe just two weeks, that's not actually wouldn't be too bad. Just, you just have you to just be, gotta be smart about how you got to stash them. Mm-hmm. When you draft, you got to be really important. strategic. Yeah. How important is the last eight weeks in your schedule to you than the first? So, yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad we talked this out. Yep. So, well, so what? If you win second place, we know you're going to get a t shirt. So what about that first place winner? Yeah, definitely need to uh, do that with this season. Hopefully we finish. If it doesn't finish, well, you know, there's there's bigger problems happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, but we hope to finish. I mean, they seem to play. We seem to if we can get through the season. I mean, we're gonna play. I'm gonna add look at IR spots for um, uh, for extra COVID, I don't COVID spots, and uh, I don't know how to do that. If it becomes a problem, yeah, just. Open it up. Big, having Big Ten again, like that actually helps some more players. Mm-hmm. So you'll need some deep benches. I just kind of went through it regular. I wanted to get this set up and uh, put it out there. But yeah, join. It'll be fun. I mean, if you haven't done college football before, there's it's just a fun league. You know, no cost to you. Just uh, glad you're listening. And this is fun to do something fun. with everybody. You know, have a good time. Oh, yeah. Interaction, too. We had, I mean, it was great last year. We talked about it every week. So we had, you know, listeners and things and uh, playing with us. It was cool to give them shout-outs when they're, you know, kicking our butt. We weren't we weren't the best. I think we both made the playoffs and things, but I don't think we just – we didn't win it. Mm-hmm. So we're not rigging the league. I am out there to – I'm out there to win it, but I'm not – Yeah, I mean, I hope to win. fair and square. That's fine. All right, guys. Well, there it is. We know second place is a t-shirt, so you already got something going for you. We'll announce first place prize in the next podcast. I'm going to put it in the podcast description or whatnot. Yeah, and uh, put it on the, uh, if we can, maybe the Facebook. But, uh, yeah, we'll put it up on know, Facebook. We'll get 12. Yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. we'll get 12. Uh, so sign up as soon as you listen to this. Uh, yeah, if everybody, if it's full and we want to expand. Yeah. If there's enough interest, yeah, we'll definitely expand. Yeah, yeah I just I thought it that. was bigger than 12 last year. I thought we had a pretty pretty good size. It's not a normal year, so I don't know. You <laughs> think this would be the year we would have more? It's not a normal year, so let's do 24. Or I look, we looked into like how many can you have. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a fun league. Exactly. Like That sounds crazy, but college football. Then, you know, everybody's playing Pac-12, Big Ten. Yeah, it'll be exciting. All right, well, I guess we uh, can talk about a little bit of Arkansas Razorback offense. Get into that, son. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you what. The one thing that I just want to say, Ralph Bett, get off the top of my head, is I'm very excited to have a quarterback, not somebody we think is going to be quarterback or might be quarterback or any of that. We got a quarterback in Felipe Franks. We got a good quarterback, a quarterback that had a good career before coming to the University of Arkansas, had a really good team uh, going up against other good programs, and I'm just really excited to see him come in and take charge of these Razorbacks. Yeah, the thing with Felipe Franks, uh, uh, you say that, you know, we were uh, juggling quarterbacks. How many did we have, like, start over the last? Eight quarter, different quarterbacks started the last three years. Um, Crazy. But, yeah, Felipe, I mean, he's done it. He's done it in SEC games. You know, the, he's better than the quarterbacks before him or uh, in the last couple of years especially because he's actually a threat to run. He has a stronger arm, and, you know, he was just voted captain. Mm-hmm. And that's the first uh, quarterback Arkansas, the Razorbacks uh, have had on the football team in 
think three years to be a, a, a captain as quarterback. So that's that's saying something. Already came in, you know, just with the team what since February mm-hmm. or January. So, you know, eight eight months or so. So and he's got the he's got the um, attention of his players and, uh, and that's that's I mean that's what you, I mean it's starting off when you're talking about just that's, he's that's a, a he's start. a Ryan Mel type quarterback too. He's six six, two hundred thirty five yeah, pounds. Yeah. You know, he, he's one of these type of tall, fast running quarterbacks that we've seen be so successful at Arkansas with, you know, Matt Jones and, and others. Yeah. Having that threat to run, you know, I mean, he's not, he's not as, he's not as great, great of a runner as Matt Jones. Um, but like he's, oh, no, he's I mean, he's not got a better arm. Yeah, no, but he's, he can, and he's deceptive too with it, but like, that's a mm-hmm. great, that's a great build six six two thirty five, and yeah. to having that threat to run. It like reminds me like of a mallet with a little bit more of a threat. A little bit, yeah. Feet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that comparison. I, I see <laughs> that. So that's good. I mean, you want to you want to be able to uh, have that. Just run for how many how many big in big games can that will that happen? Will that affect just him running out for ten yards and for the touchdown that last three yards and getting a first down, diving for it? And a, you know, big SEC. Well, they're all SEC games, so any game this year and just like diving for it at six six, just leaping. You know, it's going to happen. Quarterback sneaks, any kind of you know draw play, just get them out, man. Never know. It's going to be fun under this offense. No, I I agree a hundred percent. So I think you know what you got to watch out for is Felipe, and as he got the you know weapons to toss the ball around. You know can he, can he get it out to some you know receivers and so on and so so forth. And I think you know having you know Gunner and Henry at tight end that helps him a lot. You know with his quick you know fast routes he needs to get out if the line isn't, you know, holding up. And we know the line has been one of our, you know, problems. So, you know, you have to rely on those hot routes and and getting it getting it out a little bit faster out of your hands than you want to as a quarterback. Yeah, I honestly wish – well, we've, Hudson Henry uh, is definitely the uh, starting tight end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they uh, all fall – kind of kind of sounds like from Pittman, from what I've heard him say, is the – it's kind of the weakest point on the – like. You know, he's kind of mentioning all these late grad transfers. You know, would you take any? He's like, I really wouldn't. But, like, if there was a good tight end, a, a physical tight end. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of, I think Hudson, like, is going to be great on those uh, pass-catching routes. I mean, he was all over the place. Um, but, you know, you might split him out a little bit, and he's going to be able to get you those couple-yard routes when Burks or Knox is covered mm-hmm. on the end. So, that's going to be important for Henry. But I do I know they were mentioning uh, – Trying to find some more physical tight end, or, or between they've been going through the gauntlet of it. But if our if our line can hold up, you know we don't need those routes as much. Honestly, we got you know Mike Woods and Burks and Knox out there running around. We got a lot of talent at wide receiver where we can throw the ball around. Yeah. Honestly, and all of them tall. You know, and that was the thing that we kept saying last year is, you know, we can just out high point a lot of these teams that are going against, and we just didn't. I mean, it was just horrible coaching when they don't even jump up and try to catch the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm excited. And the guys with a lot, I mean, Mike was playing since he was a freshman, starting pretty much, so he's got two years' experience. Knox and Burks were starters last year as true freshmen. Mm-hmm. And those are some guys that were, uh, especially Knox and Burks, that were highly talented, known coming in, they were talented. 
Um, like you mentioned, Knox is six five, Burks is six three. Um, Knox was coming, I you know, I just could, didn't have anybody to throw it to him. But those guys were making you sense. Watching some highlights from last year, and their catches are like they're diving, having to dive for it, and making these uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like really good hands too. You know, it's like what if like when they when they're actually open. You know, yeah, get it, get it to him. You know what I mean. So that the, that top three, especially on the receivers, I think Frank's is going to benefit. And like you're saying with the offensive line, I think he's going to be able to sit back there a little longer. It's going to be improved under Pittman as a Brad Davis is a heck of an O line coach, and then you got Pittman who's a you know mm-hmm. been known as a as offensive line guru. So you know the offensive line's going to be better. Absolutely, and you got seniors backing them up, right? You got Tyson Morris and. Devion Warren. So you got a lot of depth at wide receiver. And it's probably where you have the most depth on, on the offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then uh, Jackson, he's, he's a lot of time. He's battled with injury. Pretty hmm. healthy. But, yeah, Morris and Warren is his uh, seniors. Uh, Warren, you know, his kick return, too. He's got a lot of speed. Finds some ways to use him. And then also Darren Turner, who's a highly – uh, thought of it'll uh, be a freshman this year, but he's going to get in there. I mean, and then Nash, Shamar Nash, another listed on this, but uh, I think he opted out. And then Kendall Catalan's another guy, uh, but there's some, there's some, uh, got room to grow of. Or if some more guys are showing up, but that top three really mm-hmm. sounds like the starting lineup. I mean, the depth that hopefully we can keep on going. I wish we would have played this weekend and had another bye week in between somewhere because our starting lineup of um, and on the offense is sounds great. Yeah. Well, look, you got Raheem Boyd, you got Traylon Smith. We haven't even talked about yet at running back, and we <laughs> he, haven't even got there. He's a, he's not. A, we were getting to me. He, you don't have man. depth. You don't have depth at running back, but we got a two-headed beast that we can run out there and really just you know, run it down people's throats. And I think if we utilize Hammonds, you know, we got a, you know, we got a good team. But where I'm worried about, the one thing that I feel like I've seen so far from this staff is uh, underutilization of Hammonds. Like, why isn't he back at punt return and kick return, you know? Yeah, yeah, Burks was really good at pretty good at punt return uh, last year. But Hammonds, I've always thought, they, but I mean, this is a different staff, so I don't we don't know how they're going to use him, really. But I'd like to see him there. Yeah, well, I mean, just from reports and, and stuff that we've seen so far, it looks like they haven't. Yeah, I don't know. So, oh well, I don't know. I don't know. I really want him to. But that's the thing. When he's got broke. What have we seen so far? Nothing. Like, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've get reports from some, you know, reporters that's been there. So, some secondhand passed down information. That's all they're the only, fans are getting right now. They're only there from, like, for they only get to go for like fifteen minutes. And see you, those. You get what and the everything coach, else is based off just what the coaches are saying. So. And you know, you're just going to get what the public relations department wants them to tell you. So. That's true. <laughs> well, so we don't know anything. I'm ex- makes me excited, though. But what about our line? If we have a good line to support this cast of offense that we just 
you know, named off, we got a chance to win some games this year. Even if yeah. we just have to outscore people. Yeah, I mean, the one thing when I have heard anything, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like the O-line's definitely taking on. They're going to be better, much improved from Morris's. Mm-hmm. I mean, big thing with Pittman is I was already to bulk him up, you know, and then he's talking about, you know. Well, the blind at least side. I don't know it's talk, man. Yeah. Blind side guard, we got a freshman over there we're trying to get in. I mean, that's our most vulnerable spot. I'm just, and that's our weakest spot this year. It's scary that that's our weakest spot, you know? On which one? Left guard. Lemur. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he did. Uh, well, you know, I guess he just played four games in that red shirt. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he does sound like he's going to be one of the starters. Um, you know, Stromberg's the same way that he more played depth. a lot last yeah, it sounds like I mean the depth. Pretty, I mean Gatlin, he's a guy that played. He's got experience. Luke Jones transfer from Notre Dame. Um, Clinton, and I mean I don't know. Yeah, Latham's you got Wagner. To, Wagner's, you know, had some flashes of having some really good skills. So yeah, you know, you'd like to see Marcus him Henderson step up this year. Marcus Henderson was really highly thought of, and Brady Latham, I guess, apparently. Browse was calling him a, uh, I don't know, really physical, or he's one of the most consistent, or somebody was one of the nastiest players on the team. You know, oh, yeah. It starts so. the most fights or something like that. Not a band, but he's, I don't know. Sounds sounds pretty good. I don't know. It sounds like the offensive line's going to be horrendous the last couple of years. So. Well, you know, we're still under 300 pounds. You know, a lot of these guys, 293, 297, well, we 298, well, 298. Then you got Gatlin well, we at 303. Well, we also haven't had a uh, update, updated roster. I mean, this a couple months ago. I mean, well, that's true. They haven't really put out much. You wouldn't think they would change that much in two months unless they're putting on... You know, fat weight. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Let me maybe put five more pounds on each each guy, maybe. Uh, yeah, but they're also working hard in fall camps. So, you know, that's probably going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty toasty up here for uh, for a little while, so they were working pretty pretty hard outside. But but you got a lot of nice was... size. You know, six seven, six five, six four, six seven. So, you know, they have the ability to, to bulk up and be a big big size line. Yeah, and I mean they don't have to I mean, I think this is they're only gonna go up for here from here, you know what I mean? I like definitely the offense line under under Pittman's only gonna get better. This is this is gonna be the worst year under him for the offense line. And then it'll get better, but we just got to. I agree. I agree with that statement 100%. And that's that's what I'm saying. They have a lot of potential, you know, and you just hope that this year we, we you know, they have the, they can they can help us, you know, hang in and, and be in some games. But who knows? Maybe they'll come out and blow some holes open. You remember 
I can't believe I'm going to say this, but <laughs> you remember last year, you know, they were knocking some folks back from time to time, blowing some holes open, and mm-hmm. we were running some balls like right down the middle of really good defensive throats uh, with yeah. that with that coach we had. And we would just <laughs> like stop doing it. it. But I don't know. It, it looked like they had the potential. They just couldn't do it on a consistent basis, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw also a lot of uh, Rakeem Boyd's big runs just straight up the gut. He had a little – I mean, he had the burst, just acceleration to get through that, but, like, they created some holes. Every oh, no, they, they created some nice holes. Be some nice holes. And a lot of that – I think they probably took probably took a – a little bit, maybe took a little bit more blame than they should have under that offense. Maybe it was the you know cracks and the, mm-hmm. the head coach's uh, you know fault for not creating situations where the offense line. You know, <laughs> look, I might be wrong. We might go out and just get torn up, but I think that the University of Arkansas football program is a lot better than how we played and you know i think we're gonna come out and surprise some folks i really do i think that our coaching staff is going to get them in line and we're going to be able to go out there and and really win some games yeah i'm excited and to I, do I'm, the uh i think that shouldn't be a crazy statement but at this point in mm. our program it is honestly like you're looking back on a year where we didn't win a game, like you know, I mean, you know what I mean, a, a game that mattered. You know what I'm saying. Well, and then and then even the year before that, we only had one SEC win. So that's three years of we went one and one and twenty three. And that's embarrassing. I mean, that's it's hard to even mention. I'm glad they. I'm glad we fired them and just because we can start fresh. Because I just try to forget that. Yeah, exactly. Hope, hope Pittman's the right guy and get out of that hole. That's that's embarrassing. It's not fun. It's not healthy for any and, Razorback fan. No, and it's not. And I feel like I feel like it was a coaching situation. And we're going to find out. We're going to find out if it was. If uh, we come out and have a hard time, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a personnel situation. We'll have to start looking into that. But. <laughs> yeah. I thought Morris was a high recruiter. Everybody was talking about that that famous class he had. You know, that was going to say, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Again, like we've talked about gonna, the last. Are the Morris people going to come back? Like if Pittman <laughs> has a real good year and be like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't even Pittman's team. That was Morris's team. Like they do with Dungeon. imagine Morris with those players? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Tony Dungy effect. <laughs> oh, man. So. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. I, th- I think I feel pretty good. I'm pretty excited. I don't think anybody's on Morris' side. I haven't heard a lot of people. I was kind of unsure about the firing, but. No, that's true. But I'm glad we talked about it from that Colorado State game. His his second game, just 
That was it. Blew me away. Should have fired him then. This could have been a second year coach, like a coach in a second year. At least he would have had his team, like a Pittman, like you know, having before the pandemic. So does you think, guys to like, yeah. Do you think KJ sees any time on the field at all? You'd think they would try to try to work him in. I don't know. Um, seems like it's more. I mean, maybe jet sweeps and kinda, stuff. Yeah, you would. I mean, if if he's got the ability and can help the team, why not? You know, you want to see Felipe out there, especially in crucial situations. But here's a way he can help him. I'd like to. I mean. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, I mean ideally, Felipe will yeah. run it up so much, you might as well run him in. Now that that too, now that that's a hope too. That you know, it's because he comes in because of um, you know we're up thirty to nothing on Georgia. <laughs> I say that. Well, look, home if, podcast. If uh, Coastal Carolina can win and Louisiana can win, we can win. I mean, it's a weird year, man. I mean, these players seem to want to play. I don't. How does Georgia? I mean, where do they? I mean, they already had their starting quarterback opt out for the season. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamie Newman, who I was, I was like, oh man, that's gonna be a tough game. This guy, he's a dual threat quarterback, senior grad. Tra- he was at Wake Forest. who's tore it up over there and wanted the SEC. You know, we never fare, fare that well against dual threat guys. So oh, I'm looking forward to playing them, but. He opted out, so now they got a guy that transferred from USC, but he's hurt. And Smart, of course, isn't going to name him. And uh, I forgot who the third string quarterback is. So, hmm. if we're all healthy and ready to go, we can't have like players quarantining and ten injuries. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope we don't see any of that kind of mess. Well, I guess that's all we got for the offense, unless we missed anything. I think that's a pretty good look at it. I will say another good thing about man that I heard was like Pittman said, uh, Kendall Browse has, and I think they both 90% of the offense installed, and that was like a couple weeks ago. So instead of 30% as Morse was claiming last year. Really? 90% instead of 30? In this short That's amount of man. time? <laughs> well, Come on, man. COVID done shortened everything up by a lot. He talking about he got 90% in. You really think that's the case? You tell it to him. I'm not I think I think they probably know the I'm whole thing. Honestly. Well, now that was two weeks ago, so they probably they probably ran through a hundred percent of it now. <laughs> I was like two, the first scrimmage, I think. But last year, Morris and Craig, they're talking about thirty percent still. Last year, thirty percent of the offense. Well, what what do you think we're gonna do on uh, special teams? You know, uh, we're pretty good. Improved last year on special teams. Yeah. Morse was known. If there's one thing in Morse era, the special teams were a key. Because you know, <laughs> he had no, a coach was, that was 
just dedicated to special teams and he had a special assistant that looked in on that coach to make sure special teams was perfect. And a lot of times you heard him praise him and say, There was, there was three. What was it? There's, there's quite a few special teams blunders. There was the, the oh, everybody knows North Texas. You know, look, like he didn't, he didn't, he just like once wiped his hand, wiped his arm. Everybody just, just stood there. That was an old coach from right. our old staff too, Marty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That was rough. Then I think, uh, and after that, like the game and two after that, like both Auburn and Texas A&M had kick returns for touchdown. So like just like after like the special teams, like right. I mean, it was a little better last year. Well, except last year we were I think last in the, last in the SEC in punting. Well, I was looking. Connor Leonard was pretty good, but he was good before that. I was looking for the word halfway decent. Bingo! Wow. I thought you might be That's like, because a... I remember that just rubbed you the wrong way last year. So I thought halfway I thought decent. you might be like halfway decent. <laughs> no, everything, everything they were halfway decent. They weren't. I'll give you started, man. Uh, it's gonna be so much better. Oh, okay. but I mean, they actually have a coach, Scott Fa- Scott Fountain, uh, full time specialty coach. Can you believe that? Full time coach devoted to it. Man. That's something else. And we got a uh, AJ Reed transfer from Duke. He was 15 out of 18 last year in field goals, 34 out of 34 on extra points. His what about uh, mom was a well, he's a punter. AJ Reed, his mom was a UA grad, so that's oh. cool. So, so he's trying to go to his mom's alma mater, man. His senior year. Oh well, Loy, you got Loy Reed Bauer last year too, and then you got a grad transfer from Michigan, George Carrington. So it's like a three-way race right now. AJ Reed's probably definitely be the place. The punting, it's kind of a three-way race. Uh, then you got also Jordan Silver, uh, 224 snaps at a deep snapper. So uh, none that I can remember selling over anybody's head or that being the big, uh, big thing. So we've got some guys returning, and you got Burks on punt return that played last year, and then uh, uh, Devion Warren, who's been the kicker returner for three years, mm-hmm. returning as well. So should be a well. That's exciting to see an upgrade at special teams. We got a real coach, got a brand new kicker coming in that's really good at what he's doing. You got. You know, decent punter. So, can't ask for more than that. Yeah, I mean, the full-time coach, solid experience kicker. Um, and then, I mean, I'm, it's, if it's a competition for the punting job, then somebody's going to come out of there, hopefully, punting 45 yards at punt, maybe 48 to 50. Hopefully that long snapper can hold it together. Yeah. Silver. You don't think I jinxed them, do you? 
You don't uh, think I jinxed him, do you? No, I don't. Damn, not. what'd you bring that up for? <laughs> yeah, well, we just gotta wait and see. I don't know. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a pretty good year. I'm pretty excited. Do you want to, uh, you want to make our picks and stuff? Or oh wow, wow, the picks for the season. Um, yeah, I was trying to look over any more notes I had on the offense, and yeah. You know, it's just we don't know much. But uh, Boyd was named second team All-SEC by the coaches. Um, oh, that's good. I feel like we didn't really even talk to Boyd just because you know how much we've really liked him since his uh, sophomore year here since he came onto campus. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Boyd. I, I hope he has a chance, he stays healthy in the offensive line, helps him create some holes that he has those bursts through. And um, like we've seen him do, just goes over a thousand even in ten games. Um, and, that would you know, be great. It'd be great even, to see him. Talks be for such, Heisman. It'd be great to see Boyd be such a threat that Franks could do a play action and just kind of roll yeah. out and bomb it deep to some guys that are just running free downfield, and yeah. you know they could score. We could win a bunch of games. It just seems like, why not? I mean, I just don't see, like, this, this is the best situation we've been in you think, on the, on you the think, offense. You think, Felipe could win a, you think Felipe could win a Heisman? Like, what if our I mean, offensive line was really good? You think he's Heisman material with the right – you know, receivers yeah. to spread the ball Look, around. Look, man, too. I mean, all right. I know, I'm, I know. Like, they don't have, we don't have the LSU, all the LSU athletes and wide receivers. But look what happened to freaking Joe Burrow in one year. Like, he was just like average oh, yeah. last year. And you got uh, Joe Brady come in, a quarterback coach, and then just all of a sudden just snap. He's number one, you know, Heisman mm-hmm. and number one draft pick, national champion. <laughs> what is it that, like, Felipe's got, like, you can't say, oh, he doesn't have the build, you know. He can't do this. No, he's got – he doesn't have the arm. No, he's got the arm. I mean, it's just kind of being put in that situation, a better situation, I think. And it's an offense under uh, – man, Kendall Browse, I think he's going to be – this is out. The SEC job, coordinator job. I mean, out to prove mm-hmm. big time that he's that he's big time ready to – Great I mean, for these his guys are program, out, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, like, what is he? This is this next step. Can you, if you can handle this, Arkansas, you can have Arkansas score 45 points a game, you know, and just come out there and get, I mean, a couple of years, him and Odom have, like, we just have like two or three years, um, maybe just two of just really like badass football teams, just on these schedules. And it's just like, I'd, I'd be, you know, Odom yeah. and Browns get their own jobs, and we get, we're such a badass job. It's like, Somebody else wants to take over, you know. At this, that's just my dream. Is that just asking too much in the next two or three years? But those coordinators are just—they fire me up, man. They're some of the best hires, and it makes a damn difference. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, you call me a homer, or whatever. Yes, I'm ready, man. Care, but Arkansas is not as bad as those choker coaches made us out to be the last eight years. I, I don't care what anybody says. Period. We're just a better team. 
and I think we just needed the right coach to get back in here and get us where we need to be. I mean, yeah, you just you know, like I mean, you said, Wolf, the coordinator but... hires. You just can't make better hires and decisions than that. You know, like everything Pittman has done so far has been the right thing. Yeah. Whether it's football, whether it's politics, whatever it is, he's done the right thing. It's it's been really impressive to see a coach come in and not have any missteps in anything he's done so far well we were already questioning the you know with morris we were already questioning the operations guy at this point in the program and wondering why they wasn't you know moving the team differently you know so you don't see those sorts of things i mean yeah i mean any any new coach and hire you know you kind of have that honeymoon period where you just really you're really excited, you know, but like this, this, this feels different because of some of the things we, uh, mm-hmm. he's done, you know, off the field as well, and just genuine how um, uh, that he grew up a Razorback fan, not too far away, and then you know he coached here, the offensive line. You can't really, I mean, he's working under Bealum, you know, so you can't really blame him for leaving for better to go. I mean, coach at Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, you just know, like when he talks, man, sorry. He got a little emotion during the press conference. He loves his job. He, every time, like, press, you can just tell, like, this is like, he wouldn't ever, like, he's just a big success. He's not going to go to, he's not going to take over for Saban, you yeah. know. No. He's going to finish out his career. Like, he's here to build this program. Like, hey, this is it, man. This, like, it ain't no joke. This is, this is, this is, like, what, well, y'all can't, the audience can't, they're just listening. But what we can see on my video, got a big Razorback flag behind got two big what do you call those wall what are those they're huge we used to be in the weight rooms at the razorback football those are are just big posters but they're not murals Murals. yeah they're not those are awesome well that's just that just got me excited man it's like i feel like there's just like some kind of like razorback marching anthem like behind me like while we're like looking at this man just getting excited that's Brandon Smith. That's He's holding the sledgehammer that says sledge the dream hammer. is free, the journey is not. And that was the mantra. It's Anybody free. can sit around and think about it, but can you put in the work to do it? So anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about it. I think uh, I think we're going to be a lot better than people think we're going to think. We should go through the schedule and just say. We should, uh, no, that's what we were going to do. But. Say which. <laughs> All right. All right, you start it off. Let's do it. We'll get off on these Razorback tangents. All right, all right, all right. Me, well, i got to write these down. You know, how, you know how we do this. Don't they listen for the tangents? All right, that's, that's true. Oh, yeah, I like I mean, the Razorback passionate, man. I mean, I can't help it. It's just not much more. <laughs> not a whole lot I love, you know, besides, like, family and friends, you know, that, that feel like family anyways, than the Razorbacks, you know. That's pretty much it. All right, man. So, what's it, 2020? season predictions and uh always y'all are always welcome even the guys that always listen to us, do reach out to us why don't y'all you know throw out some picks there reach out to us georgia you want me to go first you're gonna make me go first you want me to do georgia we're gonna lose that game i would okay. yeah well there you go we're not gonna beat georgia i would like to see us 
be in the game in the fourth quarter. And I would consider that a big win for the University of Arkansas. And to fight hard and play a good game. And I'll be really happy with that. I don't want to see us get blown out and embarrassed. Yeah. That would not be okay. Yeah, we can't have a... We can't 55 to 3 or 55 to nothing. We can't have something like that. You know, 34-28, you know. Uh, just, just really the show final game. I mean, I'll, I'll call. I'm gonna call. We'll and the talk Georgia's more about just that too good. They just got too many good players coming back. They're just their team's just too good this year. They've just been top five, either in the playoff or right outside the playoff for the last couple of years. They're they're rocking and rolling right now. It's gonna be tough to mm-hmm. match that. All right, but second week, man, I'm picking a win at Mississippi State. October, Saturday, October 3rd, 6.30 p.m. at Mississippi State. I'm, I'm picking us for the win, man. I, I think we go down there and outscore Leach. All right, well, we got the pirate Leach we're going against, I guess, right? Is that what they call him? Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I think we win this game. I think we can go down there and, and uh, pull out a W. If we're playing the way I think we're playing and we've played a real tight game against Georgia like I think we're going to be able to do, I think we we win this one because we have that confidence coming out of that Georgia game. Yeah, if we get beat 60 to nothing, I don't know how much confidence we're going to have going down there. Hopefully we can rebound. But I think we compete, man. I, I just think we're too talented to do something like that. You know what I mean? They might score a late touchdown and be one of those games where they score a late touchdown and beat us by two touchdowns instead of one, even though it's been back and forth. But I think we'll play good enough to have that confidence and you're right, go down there and uh, take care of business. You know, you got two coaches that are new to the conference. You got to go, you got to win this. You got to, like, Pittman yeah. needs to, you know, put his foot down on, on this and say, you know, I'm not going to lose. Somebody that's had the same amount of time with their team as I've had with this team, I'm a better coach. That's all we need to see. Just out coaching. Yeah, you're so right about that, Chad. It's going to be with him, and then in a couple weeks after that, uh, with Kiffin. You know, also also uh, guys that were kind of considered. You know, Pittman kind of came out of the blue for getting hired as a Razorback coach. You know, Leach and Kiffin were thrown around. So you got to establish you're not in the bottom of the SEC West. You're not below the Mississippi teams. At least that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then then we move on to beating Auburn and A and M, then then Alabama and LSU. So, but you got to start and be ahead of those Mississippi schools. I agree. Because Leach is trying to prove himself, too. He's been a Big 12 head coach, Texas Tech, and then he was at Washington State Pac-12. What can he do as a head coach in the SEC? Yeah, where he locked lock people in closets and stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. that's not okay it's, to lock a young man into a closet. It's not, man. If you don't like how he's it's playing quarterback, tell everybody he had my green. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't hire Lee. I like Pittman, man. Like his politics. We didn't, we didn't hire the child abuser, and I'm happy about that too. Yeah. So who we got next? We did good. I like our head coach. All right, we got. So we, we got us both one and one at this point. Then we go at Auburn. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm kind of. I, I want to pick. I a think screen. we're going to beat him. I don't think that Morris has the I luck. I like it. <laughs> I think Morris <laughs> I gets beat by Arkansas because that's how. Bad his luck is. Not that their team's better than Arkansas or they can do it, but we're going to win because Morris is just bad luck. He just makes the team worse. And if you don't yeah, think that, I think so too. you're not a real fan. Auburn, Auburn just hadn't been very good here the last couple of years. Man. It's been average. They've been beatable. I don't care if they beat us, whatever, 52 
52 to 20 or whatever worse last year. I don't care. Man, it's, it's a whole different ball game. Man. It's still miles on it. And then he added Morris. Don't give me that crap about him being, oh, maybe he's a great coordinator. No, no. Just somebody fell for it. I don't know who fell for it, but everybody fell for it. Um, Morris sucks, and he's going to cost him that game. I think I think you're right. I think uh, <laughs> he's got some bad luck. Wouldn't that feel good thinking about, to the University of Arkansas about, to, like, everything just like wouldn't it just feel like everything was right in the world if we win that game yeah oh yeah Yeah. it's a it's a whole new oh man definitely if we're if we're like two and one back-to-back sec wins oh it's that's my they're gonna have to just like they're gonna have to shut down dixon's in the way we'll go oh man that's crazy yeah, that's oh, my upset. I wish there wasn't a pandemic, man, going on by then. Good celebration. All right, two and one though. I mean, hell, you would think with that confidence, I don't know. I think with that confidence at Mississippi State, being at Auburn would be bad. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix, I mean, you know, crazy. But after that, we got Ole Miss, October seventeenth, in Fayetteville. Definitely gonna <laughs> beat Ole Miss. You, definitely gonna beat yeah, Ole Miss. In, it's just been too long on, since we though. beat them, and you know. They're just not that good of a team. This coach after his last two losses, our coach has had with his team. I think you got to win this. I think you got to win this to prove your worth as a salt. You know, as as a coach, right? You got to win this to to say like, because obviously Kiffin right now is considered the best coach besides Saban. You know, in the West, wouldn't you say? Like, not considered by Arkansas fans who think you know. Pittman is, but I'm just saying, well, on average. Or, well, you'd have to put Orger on. I mean, you'd have to give him credit for winning a national championship last year. I know, but he remember how bad he was at Ole Miss? I mean, a lot of people forget that, and I don't think he, he, was, bad. Wipe, he was I don't bad. think he can just wipe that away. I still think he's a one-hit yeah. wonder, I guess. Well, you I'll also be, got, be interesting got to see what he does this Jimbo's, year. Yeah, Jimbo's won a national championship. Wes has got some. Yeah, I don't coach. know. Something about Fisher just seems like he lost it low to me. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man, I'd really like to beat him. That's who we play. After two, we get a bye week. I think they might too. But Halloween night, 6.30 p.m. at A&M. It's not in the uh, Cowboys and Jerry World. It's in College Station. I think we win. I don't think that much of A&M, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's about time. What have we lost? <laughs> We've lost to them like six or seven years straight. There's no way it holds up. Man. I'm picking win too. I don't. And I, I, I don't know. It seems like Fisher's more interested in making all that money they're paying him and running around with that new wife than he is coaching football right now. So <laughs> it's just not scaring me. Hey, pretty good tonight, Chad. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited about this football season and and what we got going, but golly, we've been knocked for a loop, huh? Yeah, there might be a, something something might be going on to distract from everything. Goodness gracious. Well, at least not, we got fantasy. Well, not only, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, not only do we not have a spring game and had much, you know, we didn't even know if we were going to play or not. We're about to play. So, well, new coach is... I don't know, it's going to be a crazy year. You know how it is when you have a pandemic. Oh, no, you don't. We had not yeah. seen that since <laughs> a century ago. I'll tell you, well, I, yeah. I think you just got to keep hammering forward, you know, and doing what you can do. So what do we got with the uh, fantasy and all that kind of good stuff? Oh, yeah, well, we've been talking about it. Well, uh, I just tweeted out a leak on the Hog Call podcast 
Twitter page to join the fan tracks. Um, we still got eight spots, I guess, so so far. So um, awesome! Sign up to it. Draft's probably going to be maybe Saturday or Sunday. You know, last year I did Saturday. I like that change of pace. You know, if you if you do it, if you, uh, great. You know, I'd like to have you do it. Watch it while you're watching football. If not, not a draft. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I kind of. I remember a couple. I know. I think most people kind of liked it. You know. No, I agree. I and, think uh, I think so, it was a lot of fun the last time, and you know, I I can't wait to see who all jumps in this time. I think we're going to have a a wonderful year again. Uh, and, and the new platform is really cool. I've really enjoyed that. I know you know it's not the Yahoo uh, platform we used last time, but this one is a lot more laid out for college fantasy football yeah and they have more they definitely uh, that's all they i mean that's what they their bread and butter is um uh, is being different being the college football even college basketball not so much college basketball but college football i mean just somewhere in depth than um you know yahoo seem to skip players or not have any uh, injury updates or anything mm-hmm. and the uh, fan tracks is uh, they've been updating players adding players and things all get all kinds of things but you know obviously everybody the big names around the country but and then we're doing the i guess i need to add i guess i'm gonna have to add big 10 i don't know how to handle that because the big 10 is now going to start a couple weeks later how do, do i add them i was just doing acc big 12 and sec of course you know with 12 teams well if they let you so go ahead and throw them in there yeah, I was like, well, we could do it. I guess. I mean, if it's just a couple, maybe a week, one week off, maybe just two weeks. That's not actually wouldn't be too bad. Just, you just have you to just be, gotta be smart about how you got to stash them. Mm-hmm. When you draft, you got to be really important. strategic. Yeah. How important is the last eight weeks in your schedule to you than the first? So yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad we talked this out. Yep. So, well, so what if you win second place? We know you're gonna get a t-shirt. So what about that first place winner? Yeah, definitely need to uh, do that with this season. Hopefully, we finish. If it doesn't finish, well, you know, there's there's bigger problems happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, but we hope to finish. I mean, they seem to play. We seem to. If we can get through the season, I mean, we're gonna play. I'm gonna add. Look at IR spots for um, uh, for extra COVID, I don't, COVID spots, and uh, I don't know how to do that. If it becomes a problem, yeah, just. Open it up. Big, having Big Ten again, like that actually helps some more players. Mm-hmm. So you'll need some deep benches. I just kind of went through it regular. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get this set up and uh, put it out there. But yeah, join. It'll be fun. I mean, if you haven't done college football before, there's it's just a fun league. You know, no cost to you. Just uh, glad you're listening. And this is fun to do something fun. with everybody. You know, have a good time. Oh yeah, interaction too. We had. I mean, it was great last year. I mean, we talked about it every weeks we had you know listeners and things and uh playing with us it was cool to give them shout outs when they're you know kicking our butt we weren't we weren't the best i think we both made the playoffs and things but i don't think we just we didn't win it mm-hmm. so we're not rigging the league i am out there to i'm out there to win it but i'm not yeah i mean i hope you fair and square that's fine all right guys well there it is we know second place is a t-shirt so you already got something going for you we'll announce First place prize in the next podcast. I'm going to put it in podcast description or whatnot. Yeah, and uh, put it on the, uh, if we can, maybe the Facebook. But, uh, yeah, we'll put it up on Facebook. We'll get 12. Yeah, 
So uh, mm-hmm. we'll get you up. Uh, so sign up as soon as you listen to this. If uh, yeah, if everybody if it's full and we want to expand, yeah, if there's enough interest, yeah, we'll definitely expand. Yeah, right I just thought that. it was bigger than twelve last year. I thought we had a pretty pretty good size. It's not a normal year, so I don't know. You think <laughs> this would be the year we would have more? It's not a normal year, so let's do twenty four. Or I look, we looked into like how many can you have? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Just a fun link, exactly. Like that sounds crazy, but college football, man, you know, everybody's playing Pac twelve, Big Ten. Yeah, it'll be exciting. All right. Well, I guess we uh can talk about a little bit of Arkansas Razorback offense. Get into that some. All right. Well I'm gonna tell you what, the one thing that I just wanna say right off the bat, get off the top of my head, is I'm very excited to have a quarterback, not somebody we think is gonna be quarterback or might be quarterback or any of that. We got a quarterback in Felipe Franks. We got a good quarterback, a quarterback that had a good career before coming to the University of Arkansas, had a really good team, uh, going up against other good programs, and I'm just really excited to see him come in and take charge of these Razorbacks. Yeah, the thing with Felipe Franks, uh, you say that, you know, we were juggling quarterbacks. How many did we have, like, start over the last? Eight quarter, different quarterbacks started over the last three years. Um, Crazy. But, yeah, Felipe, I mean, he's done it. He's done it in SEC games. You know, the, he's better than the quarterbacks before him, or uh, in the last couple of years especially, because he's actually a threat to run. He has a stronger arm, and, you know, he was just voted captain. Mm-hmm. And that's the first uh, quarterback Arkansas, the Razorbacks uh, have had on the football team in, I think, three years to be a a, a captain as quarterback so that's that's saying something already came in you know just with the team what since february mm-hmm. or january so you know eight eight months or so so and he's got the he's got the um, attention of his players and, uh, and that's that's i mean that's what you, i mean it's starting off when you're talking about just that's, he's that's a, a he's, he's a talking. ryan mel type quarterback too he's six six 235 yeah, pounds yeah. you know he, he's one of these type of tall fast running quarterbacks that we've seen be so successful at Arkansas with, you know, Matt Jones and and others. Yeah, having that threat to run, you know, I mean, he's not he's not as he's not as great great of a runner as Matt Jones. Um, but like he's Oh, no, he's I mean, he's not got a better arm. You know, yeah, no, but he's he can and he's deceptive too with it, but like that's a mm-hmm. great that's a great build 66 235 and yeah. to having that threat to run. It like reminds me like it. of a mallet with a little bit more of a threat. A little bit, yeah. Feet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that comparison. I, I see <laughs> that. So that's good. I mean, you want you want to be able to uh, have that. Just run for how many? How many big in big games can that? Will that happen? Will that affect just him running out for ten yards and for the touchdown? That last three yards and getting the first down, diving for it. In a, you know, big SEC. Well, they're all SEC games. So any game this year, and just like diving for it at six six, just leap. You know, it's going to happen quarterback sneaks any kind of you know draw play just get them out man never know it's gonna be fun under this offense no i i agree 100 percent. so i think you know what you got to watch out for is felipe and as he got the you know weapons to toss the ball around you know can he can he get it out to some you know receivers and so on and so, so forth and i think you know having you know gunner and henry at tight end that helps him a lot you know with his quick you know fast routes he needs to get out if the line isn't you know holding up and we know the line has been one of our you know problems so you know you have to rely on those hot routes and and getting it getting it out a little bit faster out of your hands than you want to as a quarterback. Yeah, I honestly wish – well, we've, Hudson Henry, Henry uh, is definitely the uh, starting tight end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they uh, all 
fall. It kind of, kind of sounds like from Pittman, from what I've heard him say, is the it's kind of the weakest point on the like you know he's kind of mentioning all these late grad transfers. You know, would you take any? He's like, I really wouldn't. But like, if there was a good tight end, a, a physical tight end, mm-hmm. so it's kind of I think Hudson like is going to be great on those uh, pass catching routes. I mean, he was all over the place. Um, you know, you might split him out a little bit, and he's going to be able to get you those couple-yard routes when Burks or Knox is covered mm-hmm. on the end. So that's going to be important for Henry. But I do I know they were mentioning uh, trying to find some more physical tight end or, or between they've been going through the gauntlet of it. But. But if, our, if our line can hold up, you know, we don't need those routes as much, honestly. We got, you know, Mike Woods and – Burks and Knox out there running around. We got a lot of talent at wide receiver where we can throw the ball around, yeah. honestly. And all of them tall. You know, and that was the thing that we kept saying last year is, you know, we can just out high point a lot of these teams that are going or against. And we just didn't. I mean, it was just horrible coaching when they don't even jump up and try to catch the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. And the guys with a lot, I mean, Mike was playing since he was a freshman, starting pretty much. So he's got two years' experience. Knox and Burks were starters last year as true freshmen. Mm-hmm. And those are some guys that were, uh, especially Knox and Burks, that were highly talented. No one coming in there were talented. Um, like you mentioned, Knox is 6'5, Burks is 6'3. Um, Knox was, I mean, you know, I just could, didn't have anybody to throw it to him, but. Those guys were making you sense watching some highlights from last year, and their catches are like they're diving, having to dive for it, and making these uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like really good hands too. You know, it's like what if like when they when they're actually open, you know, yeah. get it get it to them. You know what I mean? So that the, that top three, especially on the receivers, I think Frank's is going to benefit. And like you're saying with offensive line, I think he's going to be able to sit back there a little longer. It's going to be improved under Pittman as a. Brad Davis is a heck of an O-line coach, and then you got Pittman, who's a you know mm-hmm. been known as an offensive line guru. So you know the offensive line's going to be better. Absolutely. And you got seniors backing them up, right? you got Tyson Morris and Devion Warren. So you got a lot mm-hmm. of depth at wide receiver, and it's probably where you have the most depth on, on the offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then uh, Jackson, he's he's a lot of times he's battled with injury, pretty mm-hmm. healthy. But yeah, Morris and Warren is his uh, seniors. Uh, Warren, you know, his kick return too. He's got a lot of speed. Finds some ways to use them, and then also Darren Turner, who's a highly uh, thought of. Uh, he'll, he'll be a freshman this year, but he's going to get in there. I mean, and then Nash, Shamar Nash, another listed on this, but uh, I think he opted out. And then Kendall Catalan's another guy, uh, but there's some there's some uh, got room to grow of. Or if some more guys are showing up, but that top three really mm-hmm. sounds like the starting lineup. I mean, the depth that hopefully we can keep on going. I wish we would have played this weekend and had another bye week in between somewhere because our starting lineup of um, in on the offense is sounds great. Yeah, well, look, you got Rakeem Boyd. You got Traylon Smith. We haven't even talked about yet. At running back. And we <laughs> he, haven't even got there. He's a, he's Not a, we were getting to him. He's, he's you don't have man. depth. You don't have depth at running back. But we got a two-headed beast that we can run out there and really just, you know, run it down people's throats. And I think if we utilize Hammonds, 
you know, we got a you know, we got a good team. But where I'm worried about the one thing that I feel like I've seen so far from this staff is uh, underutilization of Hammonds. Like, why isn't he back at punt return and kick return? You know? Yeah, yeah. Burks was really good at uh, pretty good at punt return uh, last year. But Hammonds, I've always thought. They, but I mean, this is a different staff, so I don't. We don't know how they're going to use him. Really, but I'd like to see him there. Yeah. Well, I mean, just from reports and, and stuff that we've seen so far, it looks like they haven't. Been. I don't know. So, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I really want him to. But that's the thing, well, he's Tim. Bro- what have we seen so far? Nothing. Like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get reports from some, you know, reporters that's been there, so some secondhand passed down information. That's all the fans only- are getting right now. They're only there from, like, for they only get to go for like fifteen minutes. And see you, those. You get what you know, the everything coach, else is based off just what the coaches are saying. So. And you know, you're just going to get what the public relations department wants them to tell you. So that's true. <laughs> well, so we don't know anything. I'm ex- makes me excited though. But what about our line? If we have a good line. To support this cast of offense that we just, you know, named off, we got a chance to win some games this year. Even even if yeah. we just have to outscore people. Yeah, I mean, the one thing when I have heard anything, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like the O lines definitely taking on. They're going to be better, much improved from Morris's. Mm-hmm. I mean. Big thing with Pittman is I was already to bulk him up, you know, and then he's talking about, you know. Well, the blind side. At least, side, man, I don't know it's talk, man. Yeah. Blind side guard, we got a freshman over there we're trying to get in. I mean, that's our most vulnerable spot. I'm just, and that's our weakest spot this year. It's scary that that's our weakest spot, you know. On which one? Left guard, Lemur. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he did. Uh, well, you know, I guess he just played four games in that red shirt. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he does sound like he's going to be one of the starters. Um, you know, Stromberg the same way. Have he more played depth. a lot last. Yeah, it sounds like. I mean, the depth. Pretty, I mean, Gatlin. He's mm-hmm. the guy that played. He's got experience. Luke Jones transferred from Notre Dame. Um. Clinton and I mean I don't know yeah Latham's you got Wagner to... Wagner's you know had some flashes of having some really good skills so yeah you know you like to see Marcus him Henderson step up this year Marcus Henderson was really highly thought of and Brady Latham I guess apparently Browse was calling him a, a I don't know really physical or he's one of the most consistent or somebody was one of the nastiest players on the team you know, oh yeah, it starts the most fights or something like that. Not a band, but he's, I don't know. Sounds sounds pretty good. I don't know. Sounds like the offense line's horrendous the last couple of years. So, well, you know, we're still under three hundred pounds. You know, a lot of these guys two ninety three, two ninety seven, two ninety eight, two ninety eight. Then you got Gatlin well, we three hundred three. Well, we also haven't had a uh, update, updated roster. 
I mean, this is a couple months ago. I mean, well, that's true. I haven't really put it out much. You wouldn't think they would change that much in two months unless they're putting on, you know, fat weight. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. They may maybe put five more pounds on each each guy, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, but they're also working hard in fall camps. So, you know, that's probably got to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty toasty up here for uh, for a little while, so they were working pretty pretty hard outside. But but you got a lot I of nice was... size. You know, 6'7", six, 6'5", six, 6'4", 6'7". So, you know, they have the ability to, to bulk up and be a big, big size line. Yeah, and I mean, they don't have to. I mean, I think this is, they're only going to go up for here, from here. You know what I mean? I like definitely, the offense line under, under Pittman's only going to get better. This is this is going to be the worst year under him for the offense line, and then it'll get better. But we just got to. I agree. I agree with that statement 100%. And that's, that's what I'm saying. They have a lot of potential, you know, and you just hope that this year, we, we you know, they have the. They can they can help us, you know, hang in and, and be in some games. But who knows? Maybe they'll come out and blow some holes open. You remember? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but <laughs> you remember last year? You know, they were knocking some folks back from time to time, blowing some holes open, and mm-hmm. we were running some balls like right down the middle of really good defensive throats uh, with yeah. that with that coach we had and. We would just like stop doing it, it but I don't know. It, it looked like they had the potential. They just couldn't do it on a consistent basis, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw, saw a lot of uh, Rakeem Boyd's big runs just straight up the gut. He had a little, I mean, he had the burst, just acceleration to get through that, but like they created some holes. Oh, no, no, they, they created some you know nice holes. Some nice holes. And a lot created. of that, and I think they probably took probably took a little bit, maybe took a little bit more blame than they should have under that offense. Maybe it was the you know cracks and uh, mm-hmm. the head coaches, uh, you know, fault for not creating situations where the offense line, you know. <laughs> Look, I might be wrong. We might go out and just get torn up, but I think. That the University of Arkansas football program is a lot better than how we played. And, you know, I think we're going to come out and surprise some folks. I really do. I think that our coaching staff is going to get them in line and we're going to be able to go out there and, and really win some games. Yeah, I'm excited and to I, do I, the, uh, I think. That shouldn't be a crazy statement, but at this point in our mm. program, it is honestly. Like you're looking back on a year where we didn't win a game, like you know. I mean, you know what I mean. A, a game that mattered. You know what I'm saying. Well, and then and then even the year before that, we only had one SEC win. So that's three years of we went one and one and twenty three. And that's embarrassing. I mean, that's it's hard to even mention. I'm glad they. I'm glad we fired them, and just because we can start fresh. Because I just try to forget that. Yeah, 
Exactly. Hope hope Pittman's the right guy and get out of that hole. That's that's embarrassing. It's not fun. It's not healthy for any Razorback fan. No, and it's not. And I feel like I feel like it was a coaching situation. And we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if it was. If uh, we come out and have a hard time, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a personnel situation. We'll have to start looking into that. But <laughs> yeah. I thought Morris was a high recruiter. Everybody was talking about that that famous class he had. You know, that was going to say, I don't know. We'll see. I, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Again, like we've talked about gonna, the last. Are the Morris people going to come back? Like if Pittman <laughs> has a real good year and be like, oh, that wasn't. That wasn't even Pittman's team. That was Morris's team. Like they do with you imagine Morris with those players. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Tony Dungy effect. <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I th- I think I feel pretty good. I'm pretty. Excited. I don't think anybody's on Morris' side. I haven't heard a lot of people. That's kind of. Unsure about the firing, but no, that's true. But I'm glad we talked about it from that Colorado State game. His it's his second game, just that was it. Blew me away. Should have fired him then. This could have been a second year coach, like a coach in a second year. At least he would have had his team. Like a Pittman, like, you know, having before the pandemic. So does he think... guys to, like, yeah. Do you think KJ sees any time on the field at all? You would think they would try to try to work him in. I don't know. Um, seems like it's more, I mean... Maybe some jet kinda, sweeps and kinda, stuff. Yeah, you would, I mean, if, if he's got the ability and can help the team, why not? You know, you want to see Felipe out there, especially in crucial situations, but there's a way you can help him. I'd like to. I mean, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, I ideally, mean, uh, Felipe yeah. will run it up so much, you might as well run him in. Now, that, that too, now that, that's a hope, too, that, you know, it's because he comes in because of, um, you know, we're up 30 to nothing on Georgia. <laughs> I say that. Well, look. Homer podcast. If, uh, Coastal Carolina can win, and Louisiana can win. We can win. I mean, it's a weird year, man. I mean, these players seem to want to play. I don't. How does Georgia? I mean, what are they? I mean, they already had their starting quarterback opt out for the season. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamie Newman, who I was, I was like, oh man, that's gonna be a tough game. This guy, he's a dual threat quarterback, senior grad train. He was at Wake Forest, who's tore it up over there and wanted the SEC. You know. We never fare, fare that well against dual threat guys, so I'm looking forward to playing him. But he opted out, so now they got a guy that transferred from USC, but he's hurt. And Smart, of course, isn't going to name him. And uh, I forgot who the third string quarterback is. So, hmm. if we're all healthy and ready to go, we can't have like players quarantining and ten injuries. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope we don't see any of that kind of mess. Well, I guess that's all we got for the offense, unless we missed anything. 
I think that's a pretty good look at it. I will say another good thing about man that I heard was like Pittman said, uh, Kendall Browse has, and I think they both 90% of the offense installed, and that was like a couple weeks ago. So instead of 30% as Morse was claiming last year. Really? 90% instead of 30 in this short That's amount of man. time? <laughs> well, Come on, man. COVID done shortened everything up by a lot. He talking about he got 90% in. You really think that's the case? You tell it to him. I'm not I, think, I think they probably know the I'm whole playbook. Honestly. Well, now that was two weeks ago, so they probably they probably ran through 100% of it now. <laughs> I was like two, the first scrimmage, I think. But last year, Morris and Craig, they were talking about 30% still. Last year, 30% of the offense. Well, what, what do you think we're going to do on uh, special teams? You know, oh. we are pretty good Improved. last year on special teams. Yeah. Morris was known. If there's one thing in Morris era, the special teams were a key. Because you know, <laughs> he had no, a coach no. that was just dedicated to special teams and... He had a special assistant that looked in on that coach to make sure mm-hmm. special teams was perfect. And a lot of times you heard him praise him and say, "There was, <laughs> there was three. What was it? There's, there's quite a few." Special teams blunders. There was the the oh everybody knows North Texas, you know. Look, like he didn't, he didn't, he just like once wiped his hand, wiped his arm. Everybody just just stood there. That was an old coach yeah, right. from our old staff too, Marty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That was rough. Then I think. uh and after that, like the game and two after that, like both Auburn and Texas A&M had kick returns for touchdown. So like just like after like the special teams, like right, I mean, it was a little better last year. Well, except last year we were I think last in the, last in the SEC in punting. Well, I was looking. For Connor Leopard was pretty good, but he was good before that. I was looking for the word halfway decent. Bingo. Wow. I thought you might be like, because I remember that just rubbed you the wrong way last year. So I thought thought you might be like halfway decent. No, everything. Everything they were halfway decent. They weren't. I'll give you started, man. Uh, It's going to be so much better. Oh, but I mean, they actually have a coach, Scott Scott Fountain, uh, full time specialty coach. Can you believe that? Full time coach devoted to it. Man. That's something else. And we got a AJ Reed transfer from Duke. He was 15 out of 18 last year in field goals, 34 out of 34 on extra points. His what about uh, mom was a well, he's a punter. AJ Reed, his mom was a UA grad, so that's oh. cool. So, so he's trying to go to his mom's alma mater, man. His senior year. Oh well, Loy, you got Loy Reed Bauer last year too, and then you got a grad transfer from Michigan, George Carrington. So it's like a three-way race right now. 
AJ Reed's probably could definitely be the place. The punting it's kind of a three way race. Uh, then you got also Jordan Silver, uh, 224 snaps at a deep snapper. So none that I can remember selling over anybody's head or that being the big, uh, big thing. So we've got some guys returning, and you got Burks on punt return that played last year, and then uh, uh, Devion Warren, who's been the kicker returner for three years, mm-hmm. returning as well. So should be a Well, that's exciting to see an upgrade at special teams. We've got a real coach. got a brand-new kicker coming in that's really good at what he's doing. you got, you know, decent punter. So, can't ask for more than that. Yeah, I mean, the full-time coach, a solid, experienced kicker. Uh, and then, I mean, I'm... If it's a competition for the punting job, then somebody's going to come out of there, hopefully, punting 45 yards at punt, maybe 48 to 50. Hopefully that long snapper can hold it together. You don't think I jinxed him, do you? You don't think I jinxed him, do you? No, I don't. What'd you bring that up for? (laughs) Yep. Well, we just gotta wait and see. I don't know. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a pretty good year. I'm pretty excited. Do you want to, uh, you want to make our picks and stuff? Or oh wow, wow the picks for the season. Um, yeah, I was trying to look over any more notes I had on the offense, and yeah, you know, it's just we don't know much. But uh, Boyd was named second team All SEC by the coaches. Um, oh, that's good. I feel like we didn't really even talk to Boy just because you know how much we've really liked him since his uh, sophomore year here, since he came onto campus. So mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for Boyd. I I hope he has a chance. He stays healthy, and the offensive line helps him create some holes that he has those bursts through, and um, like we've seen him do, just goes over a thousand even in ten games. Um, That would be great. It'd be great to see him talks for Heisman. It'd be great to see Boyd be such a threat that Franks could do a play action and just kind of roll out and bomb it deep to some guys that are just running free downfield, and you know they could score. They could win a bunch of games. It just seems like, why not? I mean, I just don't see, like, this, this is the best situation we've been in you think, on the, on the you offense. You think, Felipe could win a, you think Felipe could win a Heisman? Like, what if our I mean, offensive line was really good? You think he's Heisman material with the right, you know, receivers? Yeah. To spread the ball Look, man, too. I mean, all right. I know, I'm, I know. Like, they don't have, we don't have the LSU, all the LSU athletes and wide receivers. But look what happened to freaking Joe Burrow in one year. Like, he was just, like, average oh, yeah. last year. Then you got uh, Joe Brady come in, a quarterback coach, and then just all of a sudden just snap. He's number one, you know, Heisman, mm-hmm. the number one draft pick, national champion. <laughs> what is it that, like, 
Felipe's got like you can't say, oh, he doesn't have the build, you know, he can't do this. No, he's got he doesn't have the arm. No, he's got the arm. I mean, it's just kind of being put in that situation, a better situation, I think. And it's offense under uh, man, Kendall Browse. I think he's going to be. This is out the SEC job, coordinator job. I mean, out to prove mm-hmm. big time that he's that he's big time ready to. Great for I mean, his guys program. Out, I mean, yeah, like yeah, like what is he? This is the next step. Can you if you can handle this Arkansas, if you can have Arkansas score forty five points a game, you know, and just come out there and get. I mean, a couple of years, him and Odom have like we just have like two or three years. Um, maybe just two of just really like badass football teams just on these schedules. And it's just like, I'd, I'd be, you know, yeah. Odom and Browns get their own jobs and we get, we're such a badass job. It's like somebody else wants to take over, you know, at the, that's just my dream. Is that just asking too much in the next two or three years? But those coordinators are just, they fire me up, man. They're some of the best hires and it makes a damn difference. Oh Yeah. I think so. I mean, you call me a homer or whatever yes, you want. I'm ready, I don't man. care, but Arkansas is not as bad as those choker coaches made us out to be the last eight years. I, I don't care what anybody says. Period. We're just a better team. And I think we just needed the right coach to get back in here and get us where we need to be. I mean, yeah, you you just, know, like I mean, you Wolf, said, the coordinator the, hires, you just can't make better hires and decisions than that. You know, like everything Pittman has done so far has been the right thing. Yeah. Whether it's football, whether it's politics, whatever it is, he's done the right thing. It's It's been really impressive to see a coach come in and not have any missteps in anything he's done. So far, well, we were already questioning the, you know, with Morris, we were already questioning the operations guy at this point in the program and wondering why they wasn't, you know, moving the team differently, you know, so you don't see those sorts of things. I mean, yeah, I mean, any, any new coaching hire, you know, you kind of have that honeymoon period where you're just really... You're really excited, you know, but like this, this, this feels different because of the, some of the things we, um, mm-hmm. he's done, you know, off the field as well, and just genuine how um, uh, that he grew up a Razorback fan, not too far away, and then you know he coached here, the offensive line. You can't really, I mean, he's working under Bealey, you know, so you can't really blame him for leaving for better to go. I mean, coach at Georgia, mm-hmm. um, you just know, like when he talks, man, I'm sorry. He got a little emotion during the press conference. He loves his job. He, every time, like, press you can just tell, like, this is like, he would never, like, he's just a big success. He's not going to go to, he's not going to take over for Saban, you yeah. know. No. He's finished out his career. Like, he's here to build this program. Like, hey, this is it, man. This, like, it ain't no joke. This is, this is, this is, like, what, well, y'all can't, the audience can't, they're just listening. But what we can see on my video, got a big Razorback flag behind you got two big, what do you call those? Wall, what are those? They're huge. They used to be in the weight rooms at the Razorback football those facility. Those are murals. Just big posters, but they're not murals. murals. Yeah, they're not. Those are awesome. Well, that's just, that's just got me excited, man. It's like, I feel like there's just like some kind of like Razorback marching anthem like behind me, like while we're like looking at this man, just getting excited. 
That's Brandon Smith. He's holding the sledgehammer. That says the dream is free, the journey is not. And that was the mantra. Anybody can sit around and think about it, but can you put in the work to do it? So, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about it. I think think we're going to be a lot better than people think we're going to think. We should go through the schedule and just say... We should. Uh, uh, that's what we were going to do, but... Say which... <laughs> all right. All right. You start it off. Let's do it. We'll get off on these Razorback tangents. All right. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> well I got to write these down. You know, how, you know how we do this. Don't they listen for the tangents? All right. That's, that's true. Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, the Razorback passion, man. I mean, I can't help it. It's just not much more. <laughs> not a whole lot I love, you know, besides like family and friends, you know, that that feel like family anyways than the Razorbacks, you know. That's pretty much it. All right, man. So, what's it? 2020 season. Predictions. And uh, always, y'all are always welcome. Even the guys that always listen to us do reach out to us. Why don't y'all, you know, throw out some picks there. Reach out to us. Georgia. You want me to go first. You're going to make me go first. You want me to do so. Georgia? We're going to lose that game? I would. Okay. Yeah, well. There you go. We're not going to beat Georgia. I would like to see us be in the game in the fourth quarter and i would consider that a big win for the university of arkansas and to fight hard and play a good game and i'll be really happy with that i don't want to see us get blown out and embarrassed yeah that would not be okay yeah we can't have a we can't 55 to 3 or 55 to nothing we can't have something like that you know 34 28 you know uh, just, just really the show final game. I mean, I'll, I'll call. I'm gonna call. We'll the Georgia's just too week. good. They just got too many good players coming back. They're just their team's just too good this year. They've just been top five, to either in the playoff or right outside the playoff for the last couple of years. They're they're rocking and rolling right now. It's gonna be tough to mm-hmm. match that. All right, but second week, man, I'm picking a win at Mississippi. State October, Saturday, October third, six thirty p.m. at Mississippi State. I'm, I'm picking us for the win, man. I, I think we go down there and outscore Leach. All right. Well, we got the pirate Leach. We're going against, I guess, right? Is that what they call him? Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I think we win this game. I think we can go down there and, and uh, pull out a W. If we're playing the way I think we're playing, and we've played a real tight game against Georgia, like I think we're going to be able to do. I think we. We win this one because we have that confidence coming out of that Georgia game. Yeah, if we get beat 60 to nothing, I don't know how much confidence we're going to have going down there. Hopefully we can rebound, but I think we compete, man. I, I just think we're too talented to do something like that. You know what I mean? They might score a late touchdown and be one of those games where they score a late touchdown and beat us by two touchdowns instead of one, even though it's been back and forth. But I think we'll play good enough to have that confidence and you're right, go down there and uh, take care of business. You know, you got two coaches that are new to the conference. You got to go, you got to win this. You got to, like, Pittman yeah. needs to, you know, put his foot down on, on this and say, you know, I'm not going to lose. Somebody that's had the same amount of time with their team as I've had with this team, I'm a better coach. That's all we need to see. Just out coaching. Yeah, you're so right about that, Chad. It's going to be with him, and then in a couple weeks after that, uh, with Kiffin. You know, also also uh, guys that were kind of considered. You know, Pittman kind of came out of the blue for getting hired as a Razorback coach. You know, Leach and Kiffin were thrown around. So you got to establish you're not in the bottom of the SEC West. You're not below the Mississippi teams. At least that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then then we move on to beating Auburn and A and M. Then then Alabama and LSU. So, but you got to start and be ahead of those Mississippi schools. I agree. Because Leach is trying to prove himself, too. He's been a Big 12 
head coach, Texas Tech, and then he was at Washington State Pac-12. What can he do as a head coach in the SEC? Yeah, where he locked lock people in closets and stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. that's not okay he's, to lock a young man into a closet. It's not, man. If you don't like how he's it's playing quarterback, tell everybody Adam <laughs> Agreen. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we didn't hire Lee. I like Pittman, man. I like his politics. We we Better. didn't hire the child abuser, and I'm happy about that, too. Yeah. So who we got next? We did good. I like our head coach. All right. We got So we, we got us both one and one at this point. Then we go at Auburn. What do you think about that one? I'm kind of – I want to pick I us I think we're going to beat them. I don't think that Morris has the no, luck. I like it. <laughs> I think Morris <laughs> I gets beat by Arkansas because that's how – bad his luck is not that their team's better than arkansas or they can do it but we're gonna win because morris is just bad luck he just makes the team worse and if you don't yeah, think that i think so too you're not a real thing auburn auburn just hadn't been very good here the last couple of years man it's been average they've been beatable i don't care if they beat us whatever 52 52 to 20 or whatever worse last year. I don't care. Man, it's it's a whole different ball game. Man. It's still miles on it. And then he added Morris. Don't give me that crap about him being, oh, maybe he's a great coordinator. No, no. It just somebody fell for it. I don't know who fell for it, but everybody fell for it. Um, Morris sucks, and he's going to cost him that game. I think I think you're right. I think uh, <laughs> he's got some bad luck. Wouldn't that feel good about, to the University of Arkansas about, to, like, everything just, like, wouldn't it just feel like everything was right in the world if we win that game? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a whole new. Oh man, definitely. If we're if we're like two and one back to back SEC wins, oh, it's just, that's my. They're upset. gonna have to just like shut, they're gonna have to shut game. down Dixon so nobody will go. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, oh, that's my upset. Man. I wish there wasn't a pandemic, man, going on by then. Good celebration. All right, two and one though. I mean, hell, but you would think with that confidence, I don't know. With that confidence at Mississippi State, being at Auburn wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bo Nix. I mean, you know, there you see. But after that, we got Ole Miss, October seventeenth, in Fayetteville. Definitely gonna <laughs> be Fayetteville. Ole Miss. You, you, definitely gonna be yeah, Ole Miss. In, it's just been too long on, since though. we beat them, and you know. They're just not that good of a team. This coach after his last two losses, our coach has had with his team. I think you got to win this. I think you got to win this to prove your worth as a salt. You know, as as a coach, right? You got to win this to to say like, because obviously Kiffin right now is considered the best coach besides Saban. You know, in the West, wouldn't you say? Like, not considered by Arkansas fans who think you know. Pittman is, but I'm just saying, well, on average. Well, you'd have to put Orger on. I mean, you'd have to give him credit for winning a national championship last year. I know, but he remember how bad he was at Ole Miss? I mean, a lot of people forget that, and I don't think he, he can was bad. Wipe, he was I don't bad. think he can just wipe that away. I still think he's a one-hit yeah. wonder, I guess. Well, you I'll also be, got, be interested to see what he does this Jimbo's, year. Yeah, Jimbo's won a national championship. West has got some. Yeah, I don't coach. know. Something about Fisher just seems like he lost it, though, to me. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man, I'd really like to beat him. That's who we play after two. We get a bye week. I think they might, too. But Halloween night, 6.30 p.m. at A&M. It's not in the uh, Cowboys and Jerry World. It's in College Station. I think we win. I don't think that much of A&M, honestly. 
sorry. It's about time. What have we lost? <laughs> We've lost to them like six or seven years straight. There's no way it holds up. I'm picking win too. I don't. And I, I, I don't know. It seems like Fisher's more interested in making all that money they're paying him and running around with that new wife than he is coaching football right now. So <laughs> it's just not scaring me. the Hog Call Podcast. Couldn't agree more. Then you got Tennessee coming to Fayetteville. November 7th. When? Sorry. I They're horrible. Four and horrible team. They're horrible. We're going to win that game. Got to. Who the hell is their coach? What is the... What is the bald man? Oh, Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt. Not yet. I mean, this Fulmer. Have you, no, I mean, Fulmer's the coach listening? over there now. Fulmer. Fulmer's an AD. Well, Pruitt's Still there. Fulmer? Pruitt's <laughs> on the sidelines. I got it. But you know Morris is meddling <laughs> in that team, and that, like Jerry Jones, <laughs> and that's exactly why they're going to lose. Yeah, he just didn't seem like the smartest guy. I mean, it was just too much trying to control it from trying to play the puppet master. You know what I mean? Puppet. So can you blame? Can you blame pretty... Fulmer? Hmm. They shouldn't have fired him, man. I mean, no. It's him doing that. I mean, they should have just kept him until he was ready to retire and take the AD job. What the hell? I mean, they would have won a hell of a lot more games. They just made, yeah. All so, right, who we got then next? We got at, at Florida and Gainesville. Florida, they're going to win. I hate Florida. We just can't beat them. Probably ain't beating them this year. This year, you know what I mean? Oh, man. But if we've won all those games, I might have a different yeah, prediction the week of. Like, if you're 5 and 1. <laughs> Five and one, then you're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah, feeling I mean, a lot better then, by then. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're five and one and what, Florida? I mean, what is Florida? I mean, are they six and oh? Are they three and three? Two and mm. four? Five and one? You don't know. You don't know. Four and two, just average four and two. They're in the East, so they, they get to play the, you know, Kentuckys and Vanderbilt, South Carolinas. We don't get that luxury this year. I mean, they just got the Mississippi so got, States coach, too. It ain't like they got some. Fancy coach over. Yeah, <laughs> we got a shot at beating Florida, but I'll, I'm with you. It's just, I mean, five and one before that sounds too good to be true, but talking it out, you know, I can see it. I'm just including one <laughs> upset, and I've already picked it. So, in my opinion, I guess Auburn. what most people would say would be all these wins to be upsets because of how we've formed the last few years. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe I don't care. How about that, you know? <laughs> I'm going off my Just, analytics. That's uh, who's, we don't, we who's know next? nothing. Know. Sorry, we're going we're gonna to predict these games whether you like it or not. We have no look, you know. Think we have a chance of winning, like our team. Have you seen that offensive lineup, man? I mean, yeah, just man. ask yourself that if you're down on the team. 
There's your defensive coordinator. You got Odom over there. You got experience. The head coach, man. Who's out? Who's young? Who's been? Who's seen these defenses? He's a young guy. You know what I mean? Or he younger got Browns. Who's so. a master of making the players have an offense that's tailored to them and making them yeah. better because of the offense that he introduces. He's known for that. Yeah. And I like. Uh, uh, I like Pittman, you know, he said, we're not, at the beginning of his introduction press conference, we're not going to, like Morris had Razor Fast, or, or he had, what, what was his, the uh, Full Tilt Boogie, and um, things like that, and, well, <laughs> you are right there. <laughs> I just got a little sick of my, <laughs> my tongue. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes me, I'm sorry. It's kind of too much, but, uh Anyways, the Pittman lately, you know, he said we can. We're not uh, we're not a high speed team, but we can go high speed if we need to. So he's just like, man, we're gonna be a physical team, you know. We can go high speed, high te- up tempo if we want to. We can do whatever we want. I like that. He's nice. not like committing just like we expect, you know. We expect to, you know, when we need to do it, we can do. It. We expect to do what makes us. Well, we can. Well, <laughs> when you want to have give find ways to give Raheem Boyd five straight carries and different ways just pounding out the game you know controlling the game you do that oh yeah that's so so. i just don't know why we just haven't bottled up all now we're gonna it's it's turning the tide is turning we did it man the tide is turning so all right we lose to florida then we got lsu coming to faith what do you think of that one yeah we're gonna lose to LSU. This is one. Yeah, we ain't gonna lose next with year. With we ain't gonna lose next year. That's true. Next we're year, we're gonna different. take an L. You know what? Year. I'm gonna be a. Uh, I'm gonna be a homer and say win to be different. You know what I mean? They got all these. They got a lot of their starters opting out of playing. You know, maybe they're just not in playing this year. Yeah, Orgeron came out and said, I don't even know if we're going to play him, man. Orgeron came out and said, every player's had the COVID <laughs> in recovery. God, and so every one of their players have had it, had it, man. And he's just going to try them back out there. I guess what you got that November 14th or not? Hopefully not most of them won't get it again. Game. Maybe they got some sort of immunity. I don't know, but I don't know if we're even going to hey, play that game. But I'm going to put them down as a win. I've done gone this far. Razorback fans, you heard it here first. The corn dogs will give you the COVID, so don't eat too many of those. The whole LSU team got it. <laughs> that's, I mean, among other things. I mean, you know, that's out there and about. In Baton Rouge, man. I mean, that place is, can't be sanitary. You got to take your Oof. face mask down to eat the corn dog. Just blowing COVID everywhere. Oh, they're not wearing masks down there. No way, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> just corn dog trucks, food trucks everywhere. Just, they're just breathing <laughs> all on each other, man. It, was it just wafts through the air. It's so like, it's so, the air's so thick from the humidity, man, down there. Stays half locked eaten, into one place. And half just eaten the corn dogs with there. COVID all over it. Oh, God. 
Oh, the mustard using the same mustard bottle that's got COVID all over it. That's terrible. It tells you this. I mean, they brought it upon them. They said every player's had it just like everybody. Whole staff. At that point, we're. At that point, if I was an L, if I was an LSU fan, I mean they're crap bastards. But like, if I was a, I mean I might just say, you know what? If they don't want to play, let's just, we just won the championship. I think I might just watch the whole last season over again, all year, and y'all have at it. You know what I mean? Hey, you wouldn't think like that. You'd want to play. You might be right. We might win that. There's been some medical reports that say if you get the COVID, it'll give you uh lung damage so they're all out there wheezing out of breath and stuff i don't know i hope not you know not saying fayetteville's got huge altitude but you know from down there below sea level probably or close to it to to you know 1500 2000 feet above you know in november when it's cold november 21st wow man that's gonna be an awesome game man we're gonna come on man even if we're like maybe maybe we're not five and two, but we're three and or four and three or something like that, and like I still I don't know, man. I'm thinking we beat LSU this year. We might, might that might take away one of my wins, Auburn or A and M, but wow. I, I think I'm going to win. I can't do it, man. I don't blame you. Well, uh, so we got at Missouri. Which, I get us a win at Missouri. I'm going to go win. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Chad. I'm proud of you. I agree with That's one of those two. That, like, I would think the whole time, man, like, we're going to win Missouri. Missouri, Mississippi, Mississippi State, you got to. You got to show who's boss this year. At least those three, and I'll be I'll be really happy. But I think we got a shot in all these ones. Yeah. Alabama next after Missouri. I think we lose, but I would be satisfied this year. Alabama. <laughs> Seven. We're gonna lose. Uh, that's a that's an easy yeah. prediction. Unfortunately, but most teams that play them are gonna lose. So. You can take solace in that, I guess. That's going to be a good year. I can't wait. I can't wait. That's a horrible way to close the year, man. <laughs> Alabama. What the hell is that? Missouri game. Just like close out the year, just like we're excited. And yeah. so what? You got to beat Missouri because. What did I predict? Six wins? Yep, six and four. Just enough for a bowl game. How about them yeah, apples? That's good. Do you think they're going to Yeah, I ended up seven and three. That's, I don't know. Man. Well, you think there are bowl, bowl games or anything? Surely not, man. Big bowl games. That'd be cool, yeah. though. If everything's, like, getting better by then, you know. Yeah, I doubt it. It's gonna be a or weird it just year, gets man. to where it, bowl eligible, yeah. no bowl to go to. That's just yeah. our luck. Bowl eligible. First year bowl we're bowl eligible, eligible and we can't go. Years. 
That'd be a good bowl, too. Six SEC wins in one year. I mean, what kind of bowl does that get you? That's pretty good. Man. Or Peach Peach Bowl would be nice. Citrus. Yeah. Citrus, yes. Yeah, citrus I'd say Outback. I think, I think we deserve the Outback to get six good wins. Yeah. They never give us the Outback. I know. Start giving an SEC team. Let us go down there. That'd be awesome. I mean, I guess I wouldn't go this year, but. I'd hate for it to be this year, though, if they're going to give us the Outback Bowl. Don't they alternate in on the Outback? The SEC? Well, I mean, it seems like they they usually put the SEC East schools there. Yeah. Or, like, Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they put more Eastern, you know, Eastern Auburn seems like they belong in the SEC East, anyways. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. It's not going to be. Yeah, that's it, man. I went crazy, man, 7-3, so have fun of me. care. Fired up. Are we going to do any picks this year for uh, this week for the regular regular games and talk about what were uh, my picks like last year? Did I or last week? Yeah, I guess yeah. I should say, did I do okay last week? Yeah, uh, let's let's look it over to. Let's uh, kind of yeah. So beginning last week, first week you went four and one. I went three and two. So you're up one game. So you went last week. You went ten and three. You had a. Uh, uh, some big wins like uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, you had the Coastal Carolina over Kansas win. And then I got you one with UNC and you had Syracuse. But then we kind of picked even. And then I went 9 to 4, but you went 10 to 3, so you're ahead two before this week. Uh, I suppose that make you, you know, 14 to 4. I'm uh, wow, 12 and 6. I'm kind of falling behind. So we had 13 games last week. That's exciting that we'll have. I think we really liked it. We've had some good feedback. I've heard about the, you know. Oh, yeah? About these games. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, week three, first game, Tulsa, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. You know what? I'm gonna go. Yeah, so this this would I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. I don't like. I'm not a big Gundy guy, but but I'll pick. I don't think Tulsa's that great, so I'll go Oklahoma State too. Um, what do you think about Louisiana Georgia State? Louisiana. Riding them. Oh, I'm gonna. I'll actually pick them this week. Watch them lose this week when I when I tried it, when I joined the wagon a week too late. Did you see that late. game? Did you see that game where they just stomped that team? Just put it on them from beginning Iowa to State, end. Yeah, I mean I was twenty three in the <laughs> Iowa nation. State, uh, just, yeah, beat them up and down the football field. Probably gonna win. What a big letdown for yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. No, they're now they they moved they've actually got a ranking. Man. Um. Syracuse Pittsburgh. Hmm. Damn, Pittsburgh's historically really bad. Syracuse. Okay. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Um Houston Baylor. 
Houston. I need some. I need to come back and even Taylor. Got a Randa though. I don't know. It's a okay. Um, Navy Tulane. Navy. Okay. I'll go Tulane. We got some different picks here. I like it. Uh, Boston College Duke. South Florida Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> no, Notre Dame. <sighs> South Florida's one and zero though. I mean, they're not. Watch them. Watch the Bulls knock off. Did you see them last year? The Bulls. I mean, there's probably yeah. There's probably a lot of people that say about Arkansas, but you... <laughs> I know, and I just got done. <laughs> I work Arkansas with a bunch for... of well. Uh, I work with a bunch of uh, University of South Florida fans and a guy that played for the team. And so they were talking about it all year last year. And it was not good a lot of the time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. Let's do a UCF Georgia Tech. UCF. I'll go Georgia Tech, man. I don't know if they can have two big wins in a row. UCF's probably going to win a national championship this year. Again. Hey, man. They might get their shot, man. Um, let's, uh, how about Appalachian State Marshall? Oh, man. I'm going to go Marshall. Marshall's, Marshall's a good program. I go App State here. Marshall's at home, so that's a good picture. No, uh, that's a, that's you know, I like a, those Mac teams. <laughs> yeah, Marshall's good, man. I just, I, for some reason, I, since I'm, I'm only behind you two we're only two weeks in, barely that. I'm just trying to go in against you. But, uh, how about uh, SMU North Texas? What the? I don't know why I picked that game, but it's too late now. North Texas. I'll go SME. Go North Texas. I'll go SME. Um, Miami, Louisville. I'll go Miami. Yeah, I'll go Miami. Um, what about Wake Forest, NC State? NC State. Yeah, they're the home team. I think I'll go NC State too. Um, you know what? The rest of the games are. I think that's a pretty good roundup for this week. Um, some other the other games were postponed at the bottom, so all right. So we've got a few different. Man, that's exciting. I look forward to watching them and see if I can catch up this week or follow them further behind. I guess that's all well, we got, Tim. That's a pretty good episode. Go Hogs! Woo pig suey. <laughs>